Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back. It's another Bob and Tom Extra. This is Christopher. Not only is the Bob and Tom Show live every weekday morning, but every afternoon we'll give you a little extra in case you missed anything. On the big show today, Greg Warren with the Warren Report today on Swiss Army Knives. You'll hear that coming up in just a minute. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. This season, the Bob and Tom Television Network presents a Christmas special you'll never forget. Hey, there's the doorbell. I'll bet it's carolers. That's right. America's favorite zombies are taking a break from terrorizing the countryside to ring in the holidays. It's... A Walking Dead Christmas. Everybody knows that zombies can eat flesh, but who knew they can also sing like angels? No one can embrace the true meaning of Christmas like zombies. It's a walking dead Christmas. And what Christmas special would be complete without a surprise visit from Santa Claus? <laughs> All right, Bobby. Now tell old Santa Claus what you'd like. <laughs> Oh, 
Give me back my spleen or you're on my naughty list. <laughs> it's a walking dead Christmas. Right after the inspirational redneck Christmas special, here comes Jesus Boo Boo. Only from the Bob and Tom Television Network. For those of you who always need something extra, well, here you go. This is Bob and Tom Extra. We have a special guest joining us, Tom. Hi. Oh. There it is. <laughs> Sitting in for Christy Lee, it's Jess Hooker. And then uh, there he is. He's back home. It's uh, comedian Greg Warren. We're watching him on the big screen via Zoom. Hey, Greg, how are you? Hey, guys, how's it going? Good to see you, Greg. How was your weekend in the Cincinnati area? It was it was outstanding. You Good. know, I, I liked it. Used to live there, you know, five years. Yeah, yeah. Your old stomping grounds. Well, did you did you go buy your old house? I didn't, man. I was uh, kind of north of town, and I was only in town for about thirty six hours. So I did I didn't really leave the uh, didn't really leave the mall. To be honest with did, you, did you eat at the mall? Yeah, I, had, I ate at Cheesecake Factory, Tom. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, there you yeah. go. Because we were talking about food. You ever cause... eat at the Y, Greg? <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, boy. You put that in a hot tub. <laughs> I don't see it. I actually don't see it I with Greg. See it I don't with see Greg it at, at all. all with Greg. No. Huh? no. What? <laughs> I don't think you. I don't think you partake in that sexual activity. Oh, there you go. Your your thoughts. <laughs> I, I think that's... a little peek behind the curtain here. He will hang up. <laughs> Could we? We were discuss, I, We were discussing the fact it's that it's been God, a wild morning, man. Godwin has uh, Pat Godwin has gone vegan, much to. Uh, I guess uh, for whatever reason he's got some issues of some sort. You don't have to be mad about reason. it. <laughs> he just never talks to stop talk. I'm gonna have to get him a vegan. I'm a vegan T-shirt. I'm studying for my blood test next. I week. Re- I really hear you talk about it more than he does. I will agree. <laughs> kind of keep going At, on. Uh, yes, you you see, a lot of not, soy. Uh, yes, a lot of soy. Yeah. And what is on the counter in the break room now that we have to put up with raw honey and some kind that's of? That's not that's me. That's mine. Some kind. Of, Zip it up. Some kind of. <laughs> Mystical. Wait a minute. Is it yours? Yeah. Oh, I'm very sorry. <laughs> Greg. Greg, um, look, Greg, look Greg. Look how young Greg looks. Were you, are, are you a vegetarian? You're not, you know. No, I, I, I was a vegan for a couple of years. It didn't uh, really didn't really take. Back in your salad days. Didn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's, that's hey, yeah, I like Let it. me tell you something. You got a pass for that the rest nice of the year. Done, you, you take a break for sorry. a week. Were I'm you sorry. really a vegetarian? Vegan. I was vegan, I think. Because you're so picky. I've, I've had lunch with you. It's unbelievable. He's not that picky. Yeah. I don't know how this started. I will defend Greg on he did, this. You started it, chick. Oh, yeah, that's right. But I will say this. He did picky up the checky, which I don't really allow. Yeah, he's generous. Yeah. He's oh, very generous. Oh, yeah. He's a very generous giving guy. Yeah. Makes up for having to be with him. I'm sure he's also a very generous lover. I'm uncomfortable with a lot of this. Talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm so yeah. sorry. Don't hang up the phone. Uh, Greg uh, chooses a topic every week, and he does a, a, a semi a, a deep dive, as they say. Yeah, what is it this week? What have you got going on over there now, Greg? <laughs> well, I want to talk about the uh, the history of the Swiss Army knife. Oh, oh that! I love yeah. that. Uh, like uh, okay, huh? that's a utility tool. Uh, yeah. I, I am wrapped with attention. <laughs> well. Uh, uh, I, you know, I started to sort of look at uh, the first pocket knives, and mm. that that was back in the early Iron Age, talking like 1200 BC. Sure, you had to have uh, the your Vikings. Knife. Yeah, Vikings had them after that. Um, the Romans had them. Uh, but when I googled uh, first pocket knife, uh, an article came up that said 
buying your child's first knife. <laughs> uh, All right. And I, I, I had to read it. A good general age range for supervised knife use is somewhere between five and seven years old. Okay. I, I literally bought two of them this summer. You did? Yes. For we for, got for my little girls. They went to a uh, they went to this uh, a sort of it's kind of a camp. It's sleepaway camp. All outside, and they 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 learn to properly use a knife. So we, I supervised I, though, right? Well, that's, I like it was supervised, <laughs> and then we were at dinner, and um, they wanted to go practice their whittling. And I said, okay, give me 60 seconds to clear the table. And 30 seconds later, there was a scream. Oh. I'd like to apologize yeah. to my friends. Sarah yeah, and that's, Sean. Uh, there was a hospital trip involved. Oh. <laughs> but they oh, were, yes. They were able to re-sew the knuckle on. Sorry, it seems a little young to me. Yeah. No, it's supervised. It's fine. We got pocket yeah, knives. Yeah, but what? Yeah. Marie, the boy's eight years old. It's time for him to play with a knife by himself. <laughs> That's true. We got pocket knives when we learned how to tie our shoes. That was the reward. Oh, yeah. Oh. So, yeah. I love. Yeah, that was sort of a that was sort of a hillbilly community, wasn't it, Jess? <laughs> yes, 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 it was. No, that was a real big deal. It was. I was a Cub Scout and a Boy Scout. Yeah, we had knives. That was fun. What? I had a switch. Like Greg a grew switch up blade. in aristocracy. <laughs> Switchblade. <laughs> A switchblade? Yeah, yeah. Their switchblades are terrible knives. They're, they're not. That's not true. <laughs> no, I mean it went for car. We need you need a proper one if you want to do any whittling. Street or gang? Man. I used to. Man, I wish I, I, I wish some '70s street gang member would come in right <laughs> now and hold up a switchblade to Tom's throat and be like, "You think this is a bad knife?" What do you think, Tom? Huh? No, what do you think? That's one right there. <laughs> How about that one? It's a bad knife for carving and whittling and. Yeah. Boy, I'll tell you, those switchblade combs are pretty cool, though. Aren't they? Man, oh, man. That's what I've got. Do you, can you see me on the camera? This is, oh, yeah. This is a nice one. This is that's, a heavy well, duty. That's nice. Look at that. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I want one of those. Now, now, in West Side Story, if, um, oh. if, if Riff and Bernardo had pulled out Swiss Army knives, it really wouldn't have worked. Hang on a second, Bernardo. Before I stab you, I've got to get away. This is a saw. I got to put that one back in. Here are the scissors. I can cut your hair. No. Yeah, before we get on yeah, with yeah, this knife fight, who presses your pants? That is a great crease. Where'd you get those boy, chinos? Oh That's a good color scheme your gang has on. Uh, uh, did the Swiss Army actually invent that knife, Greg? Well, here's what happened, Josh. Uh, back in the 1880s, the Swiss Army uh, moved to the Schmidt Rubin. Uh, model of 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 a rifle they got new rifles no schmidt and those rifles <laughs> uh you, you needed a screwdriver to dismantle the rifle so you could clean the rifle uh and they ordered a bunch of folding knives with screwdrivers in them ah uh, they ordered fifteen thousand uh, of these knives from a german company called wester and company uh the knives had a blade a reamer a screwdriver uh, and a can opener a reamer? Uh, a reamer? A reamer? The reamer was, uh, uh, they were Swiss. It was to punch holes in the cheese, actually, I think. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm sure that's it. I can't eat the cheese yeah. in the who's in it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so they, and they, they did well with these, uh, but there's a fellow named Carl Elsner. He's a central figure in today's report. Uh, Carl was Swiss, and he made surgical equipment, and he said, you know, why are these uh, these army knives made in Germany? We're the Swiss Army. They should be made in Switzerland. Mm -hmm. And he uh, he formed a union of uh, a master cutlers, 
uh, like 30 Swiss knife makers, and they uh, they tried to get it together so they could uh, compete for the business for these knives. And it, it was tough to compete with the Germans. And then Elsner had a breakthrough. Uh, he came up with a, a dual spring mechanism that allowed you to put the tools on both sides of the knife handle. Oh, oh man. And, uh, there you go. Yeah. He and, he, and he, he had that reamer, the screwdriver, the can opener. Did he have the, the blade? But, uh, not at first, Tom. He added a smaller blade and he added a corkscrew. Mm. And uh, that became the uh, Schweitzer Officiers and Un Sports Messer. And that was the, the Swiss Army knife. Um, the, and and uh, as soon as he put it out, it became wildly popular with Swiss uh, soldiers and the Swiss civilians. They loved it. Um, it uh, it was the Americans were around a lot of Swiss army guys in the, uh, around World War Two over in Europe. They were around them and they loved these knives, uh, but they were too lazy to say Schweitzer officer un Sportsmesser. So they were like. Uh, it's Swiss Army knife. Swiss Army knife. Like, <laughs> they're like, I have a question. Like, no, no, no. It's it's Schweitzer Officer und Sportsmesser. No, 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 no. You're Swiss. You're in the army, and that's a knife. Swiss Army knife. Were they always Were they always red? Uh, they were not. As a matter of fact, at today the uh, the Swiss Army knives, the ones in Switzerland, are black that the uh, really? Swiss soldiers had. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. The one I had, I, the one I had was red. Mm-hmm. They're all red. Uh, well, you can get them. In all different colors. I don't like that. It's like when they started making ketchup that was green. Yeah, it's wrong. You know, like it. Yeah, it's 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 it should be red. Um, so uh, old uh, uh, Carl got some competition. There's a especially a company named Winger, another uh, Swiss company, uh, and they competed. And uh, there was a, a, a big invention in 1921. Tom, you know, it was invented. Stainless steel was invented in wow. 1921. And uh, he named his company uh, after his deceased mother, Victoria, and Enox, which is uh, the Swiss word for steel. Huh. Victorinox was was the name of the new the new company from Carl. He uh, originally named it deceased mother Enox, but it uh, just didn't have a <laughs> ring to it. Uh, well, and his mother uh, Swiss uh, stabbed with a Swiss Army knife. Did you know that? No, no I, I, I don't think so. Uh, I don't think so. Did you ever see a picture of her? Don't no. Know. Big Noxers. Oh, Big Noxers. Ah, big big Noxers. That's, that's big Swiss noxers. for boobs. Yeah. <laughs> big Noxers. Swiss for boobs. <laughs> oh, nice uh, Noxers. Uh, the, uh, that's also when he put the iconic uh, white cross and shield design on. Ah, sure. That we see. Yeah, and um, and they competed uh, for a long time, Wenger and Victoria Knox. Um, Tom, what was the event that caused uh, sales of uh, Swiss Army knives to plummet? Um, was it in the 50s? No, it was uh, in uh, uh, recent times. Was oh, it the really? great, uh, the great <laughs> accidental testicular stabbings of 1961? <laughs> no, Josh, that was uh, that was a different event, but it was dark times. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, my guess would be maybe um, airplane security. Yes, 9-11. 9-11. Uh, people used to carry pocket knives on airplanes, and they used to sell a ton of Swiss Army knives in uh, those duty-free shops. Oh, yeah. And uh, right after that, um, Victoria Knox bought Winger, uh, uh, and that's when they sort of combined. Winger, that's a that's, they rock, don't they, Ace? 
Yeah, man. Not winger. Not we're not yeah. talking about Kip Winger, Josh. It's oh, Winger. Oh, oh. Kipster, yeah, yeah. Kipmo, Kipperino. No. Kip Kip no. Kip. Kippy. <laughs> Kippy. Every president since uh Lyndon B. Johnson has issued uh, their own special guests with uh Victoria Knox Swiss Army knives. Did you know that? Yeah, Johnson uh, and I'm not kidding, famously carried a pocket knife. That's right. Really? Yeah, as president. Have you ever heard the famous tape of him talking about the, to his tailor? Hmm. Oh, yeah. There's, I'm not kidding. There's a famous tape of Lyndon Johnson at the White House talking to his tailor and how he needs to have the uh, the tailor has made him a pair of pants. You've heard this, haven't you? And he's, mm -mm. he's talking about how he needs to have deeper pockets uh, for his uh, so he can keep his knife in his Perfect. pocket. Pocket knife. And, and then he talks about he needs a little extra skosh in the groin area, implying that his uh, dangler is uh, massive. Nice. I bet he was hung, LBJ. <laughs> oh, yeah. I that's, think so. Yeah, that's where you get that kind of confidence, I think. Yeah. So every president gave out those Victoria Knox. Oh, it says here Bill Clinton gave out Victoria's secret. <laughs> He's a comedian. <laughs> Wouldn't uh, wasn't Gerald Ford known for being sort of uh, clumsy? That I'm not sure he should. Slightly, have yeah. He fell around. a couple times, and then Chase Chevy Chase really ran with it. Oh. Okay. Um. There's uh, there's been over 800 tools uh, over the years that have been part of the, uh, wow. the Swiss Army knife. Yeah. Um. I always uh, wonder like what those meetings were like. We're like, okay, guys, uh, it's, uh, we're just going to whiteboard it here. We're just going to do nothing, no wrong answers. Just throw out, uh, give us some ideas, brainstorm on uh, what we can put in these knives. Uh, Hans, what do you have? Uh, banjo string cleaner. You're fired. You're fired. You're, you're, you're fired. That's stupid. We don't, we don't want that. You know, I once had a Polish army knife. It came, it was a rubber blade. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't quite get how it wow, that, really <laughs> that a pencil for your bowling score. <laughs> I have to apologize to all those of Polish hair. Not me. Be smarter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how you think it started? Yeah. Uh, once again, our guest is comedian Greg Warren uh, discussing the uh, the invention of. And the proliferation of the Swiss Army knife. Are they uh, making any kind of a comeback these days, Greg? Yeah, they're doing pretty well, Tom. Uh, now, it's only uh, a percentage uh, of their uh, business, uh, the uh, the Army knives. They make all kinds of stuff now, including uh, perfume. Uh, really? Jess, you ever uh, use the Swiss Army perfume? No, I haven't. What does it smell like? Swiss Army uh, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Swiss Army guys. <laughs> I have a no. I think about. It, I have a cutlery, maybe Swiss Army uh, uh, alarm clock. Those are great. Oh, okay, hmm. it's the size of a, uh, a like a ladies' yes. compact, mm -hmm. right? The analog clock that closes. I, yeah, they're terrific. I had a my mom gave me a, Swing, a Winger a Swiss Army watch. Is one of my favorite watches I've ever had. Yeah, there you go. Awesome. I got a winger yeah. bar mirror, man. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I put it right next to my striker. Again, uh, uh, Josh, it's not it's not Kip Winger. It's Wenger. Oh, by the way, um, my grandma actually used to wear the Swiss Army perfume. Really? Yeah. It's not very strong. It has kind of a neutral odor. Um, oh, because the Swiss are neutral. I see that. Yeah. Swiss are neutral. Yeah. Hey, I'm working. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to like. You don't have yeah. to like what I'm doing. The mics are on. You don't have to like what I'm doing, but you can't say I'm not putting in the yeah, work. You, 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 you might want to start <laughs> editing. <laughs> 
That's it for another Bob and Tom Show Extra. Catch us on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. For Bob and Tom Extra, this is Christopher. Take care, everybody. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Do we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.